Is it hard to believe that God loves you? Real life starts now. Welcome to Real Life with Evangelists Ann and Kathleen Lay, where people with real problems find answers in a real God. Welcome to Real Life. I'm your host, Kathleen Light, and joining me is my husband, Evangelist Don Light. Later in the show, you will hear from Grace Wood Smith, who was on our previous show, who was a Muslim but never knew God's love and was never really sure that God could even love her until she encountered Jesus Christ. You know, it can be difficult when you grow up in a religious home. What I mean by that is a home where you're taught a certain religion and you feel like you have to work your way to God. And I know in my home, though we weren't devout in our beliefs, I constantly felt like I had to work my way to God. Hmm. And so what was going to be good enough? What would finally make him accept me? And I believe there are a lot of people listening who had that struggle. And then when we become Christians or we receive Jesus, we can continue to struggle wondering, okay, God, do you love me? I had to deal with that when I first became a Christian and realize his love. Yeah. And I think actually a lot of people in every faith, not just Christianity, but every faith really struggles with this thought, does this God love me? Because it's not really a concept that's in a lot of religions. You know, there's a lot of religions. For example, I grew up with a lot of Buddhism and this concept of God loving or a God even there to be there, you know, with me mm-hmm. didn't really exist. Taoism, it's not really there. It's all about the universe. You know, there's a lot of these new age things. It's kind of this universe mm-hmm. spiritual thing, but it's almost, you know, even like the Greek gods or anyone's gods, it's really missing this concept of love. And how do you know love? Because even with humans, when someone says, I love you, well, mm-hmm. anyone can say that. Mm-hmm. But how do you know someone truly loves you? It's the actions that they do. But with Christianity, it's a little bit different. In Christianity, the words actually say in 1 John 4, 8, that God is love. So it's defining that love is not just this essence apart from God, that it is God himself and that God is love. It only comes from him and can only be from him. You know what Mm -hmm, I mean? mm -hmm. And I really experienced that when I came to know Christ, I experienced the love of God. And it no longer became just this question, you know, like, is this God just this far away entity somewhere out there? No, I realized he is near, he's close, and he desires a relationship with me Mm-hmm. It is really amazing. And it's amazing like what you're saying because Jesus died for us and love is also an action. He chose to die for us yet while we were sinners Christ died for us. He died for all the world and that's you included. Let's hear from Gracewood Smith after the break. Real life is made possible by people like you. We'd like to take this opportunity to sincerely thank you for your generous support. We couldn't do it without you. May God bless. Welcome back to Real Life. I'm your host, Kathleen Light, and joining me is my husband, Evangelist Don Light. Hello, everyone. Joining us once again is Grace Wood Smith, and we've been talking with her about how she had an encounter with Jesus. She was a devout Muslim for over 30 years, raised in South Africa. Her mom was one of the biggest leaders out there, and they would convert people into their faith to become Muslim. She actually learned the Quran, and she was taught Arabic, prayed five times a day, did everything thing religiously, but constantly felt fear and didn't know if Allah would accept her when she died. 
And so she came to America and started having these encounters with Jesus, felt his presence after she got prayer from a prayer line and felt love for the first time ever. Let's welcome back to the show. Grace, thanks for being with us. Hi, thank you. Yes. So tell me over the span of time, over those years, as you were battling back and forth with God, you were having these encounters with Jesus where he would appear to you in visions and you actually heard his audible voice. Can you tell me some of those experiences and finally where you drew the line, what you said? Yes, I had gotten married and my husband was a Christian and we had a daughter after four years of being married. And so I didn't teach her anything about Islam because I knew that if I do that, then I would be raising a generation of confusion and I didn't want to be responsible for that. So she was four years old and it was December 2015. And I was sitting in my car at a Walmart and that week had been a bad week because I was just feeling like, you know, God, whoever you are, you know, I don't know why you keep talking to me and I need to make a decision because this child is four years old and I was raised very religiously. So I knew that I needed to create a solid foundation. Like I knew she needed, you know, something I couldn't teach about Jesus, obviously, because I didn't know about him. And my husband was very careful because of me. So he was trying to be respectful, but yet he wasn't taking her to church as well. Because, you know, in my culture, when a Muslim woman meets a Christian man, typically the Christian man will change into Islam. So I thought that I would convert him over time. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm Mm -hmm. sitting in this parking lot and I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm just tired. I said, look, I'm going to challenge you, God. If you are God, then show me a sign. I'm not going to pick up your Bible because every time I pick up your Bible, I'm afraid. So you're going to have to show yourself to be God. So that was December 2015. And I said, Allah, if you are God, then simple. You know, I know all the rules. I can just continue what I've been doing. And I didn't hear anything. But I started attending this church in January of 2016. And I would go every Sunday and nothing would happen. I would keep going. And the reason why I challenged God is because of this. I knew that once I became a Christian, if it was Jesus, that my whole life was going to change and that there was no turning back for me. So I had to be sure. And so I lay down the gauntlets, June of 2016. I'm driving and I'm almost in a car accident. And then I gesture for the woman to pull over because I was going to have some words with her because she was driving recklessly. But I walk up to a car and I want to say, what the heck are you doing? But what comes out of my mouth and my head and my mouth are not working together. I say, are you okay? And I'm so perplexed because she tells me I was trying to light a cigarette and I'm so sorry. And my response is, don't worry about it. You know, things happen. But inside, I really want to tell her off. So Mm. because I was so confused, I get back into my car and I'm like, okay, God, if I die today, where would I have gone? The whole day was an event of just supernatural things. God was speaking to me about forgiveness and I forgave my father, not Uh. understanding what was about to happen. The next morning I wake up and I'm standing in front of the fireplace and I'm saying to myself, gosh, yesterday was odd, but you know, it's probably all in my head. And immediately I heard, lean not into your own understanding. Mind you, I'd never picked up a Bible during this whole process. That's a Bible verse. Yes. In in the Holy Bible. Yeah. Yes. Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. And I keep hearing this in my left ear. And then I have this vision and it's like black, but then there's white writing, lean not into your own understanding. So my daughter was attending daycare at the church that I was going to. So I went there and there was a lady. In fact, she's still in my life right now. She's like a mother to me. I said to her, this is what's going on. And she took me to Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. 
And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, he is real. You know, he's real and I need to get baptized. Because I told God, if you show me who you are, I will do everything. I will get baptized. I'll declare your glory. I want to be a worshiper. I didn't even know what I was saying. I didn't know what a worshiper is. I didn't know, what do you mean by declaring his glory? I was saying things that I didn't understand. And so I was like, I need to talk to the pastor. And so we had a meeting with the pastor. And two weeks later, I was baptized. (laughs) I was like a little kid. Because I'm like, oh, my God, he's real. And he speaks. Mm. Even though I've had his visions, this was the first time I heard him audibly. It was like, whoa. Hey, Grace. So when you received Christ as your Savior, what were some of the main differences that you experienced in your newfound faith? One of the main things was acceptance, that I could come just as I am. I Mm. didn't have to clean myself up and then present myself all holy, (laughs) but I could come to God just as I was, and He would meet me just where I am. And this was one of the biggest things, and Mm. that I was loved. You know, love was one of the main things because I never experienced a love like this. It's like I knew that if I was the only human being on this earth, Jesus would have still came. And knowing that every iniquity, every sin, everything I ever would have done, God already knew it. But yet he still called me daughter. And it's like I didn't have to try. I could just be myself and he would love me just where I'm at. Mm. Love was one of the biggest things. The biggest differences. That's awesome. So when you say the difference, and I just want to make it real clear, to the person who is saying, you know, all religions are the same, what would you say to that? I would say if you look at other religions, there is no one on this earth in any religion that would sacrifice their own son for you, knowing that man is wicked, knowing that over and over again we're going to sin. Knowing that you are even going to trample on Jesus's heart. I remember so many times I rejected God, but still he came back. God pursues you. It's like a romance, a love relationship. He never stops. He'll come over and over. His love is relentless. He is relentless in his pursuit. And that's what drew me to God was his love. I could not deny it. Wow. That's powerful. That's awesome. Well, we're going to pray for those who are listening right now. And for those who are struggling to know, is Jesus the right way? Is he just a prophet or is he the son of God, the way to heaven and the way to my freedom and love? We're going to pray for them right now. Thank you so much, Grace, for sharing your beautiful testimony and what God has done in your life. Amen. Thank you for having me. You know, what's so amazing about this testimony is just the real difference that she experienced. And that really does stand in the way of thinking that everything is all just the same. And that someone who would say that, and I remember I used to think that, that that is actually maybe a misunderstanding and not a true understanding. Mm -hmm. What's amazing is that the love that she's talking about, the presence of God that she's talking about, I sense that there's someone who's listening on the air right now and they're saying, gosh, I have never encountered this presence. I've never encountered the love of God. How do I get it? Is very simple, my friend. I'm going to pray for that person right now. And I would say, Jesus, Jesus, I know you're the way, the truth, and the life. And I pray right now that you'd begin to extend your presence and fill the place right Mm -hmm. now to the person who's saying, I want it for me. And Jesus, we just receive it right now. And we welcome your presence, the presence that brings peace, love, and understanding. Mm. We receive you, Jesus. We believe in you. Mm-hmm. We ask for you to change our lives in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. And you know, I want to encourage you 
to do as Grace did and say, if you are the true God, if Jesus is the way, show me. And I guarantee you that he will. God bless you all. Thank you for tuning in. You're listening to Real Life.